0: This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast powered by Pinecast. Uh yeah. so should we should we like define what the rules are for this? Do we need rules, or are we just like fuck it? We're, we're making picks.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'm about to read the standings at the start of the show, so I'll just define them. Oh, we're in the start I'm of the show. The
0: start of the show is happening right now. Oh, shoot. okay. Well, let me tell you. Yeah, about the put standings your pants back on and.
1: That's it. Just it's put okay. your pants back on.
0: Yeah, put your pants back on. Put all of those cigarettes out. <laughs> P- if you, uh, those this cigarettes is a podcast, you can't so you can't see I it. But you know? but Andrew's uh, <laughs> Andrew's smoking four different clove cigarettes right now. It's a really it's really a sight to ones. behold. And you uh, can't hear you him exhale either. Sometime. He's like he's like Lil Wayne. He just he doesn't even he can just hit whatever whenever. I'm A seasoned vet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm gonna cigarettes. tell everybody about last
1: week. <laughs> okay
0: all
1: right well let me explain how the standings and the point system because we got two separate things explain how all of that is going to work to everybody so last week week one for the picks podcast parker with a perfect record top to bottom four and oh and then he has what is going to be considered 120 money line points so the four and oh is pretty self-explanatory the three games we pick are lock those are the games that are going to count there. The money line points come from the money line upset of the week. He hit on that, so he gets 120 points because his team was plus 120. So the bigger upset you do, the bigger your money line points are going to count towards the end of the season standings. Uh, so pretty, pretty simple. Um, I use your record because you went 4-0 and oh instead of me, who is one and 1-2, still waiting on the Pat- Pats-Broncos, which is going to be this week, but we're going to still <laughs> count it in the week one standings. Uh, and zero money line points because the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville jaguar, all over the place.
0: Yeah, that's um, what you get for betting on Jacksonville, man.
1: Yeah, no, I know, but you're right.
0: But I got some catching
1: up to do, and that's okay because I'm going to do it this week, and I hope you're ready for it
0: uh i might not be ready for it i hate all of these lines i hate all of them there's like one line that i kind of like and it's like more of a technicality
1: this is this is a vegas trying to get money back for months off (laughs)
0: right
1: because these lines are just so so big in every game both the weeks we've done this the lines are just ridiculous dude
0: it's vegas mad vegas smash
1: Yes, and that's what they're going for. But let's get right into it. I'm going to start with my first game. And it's maybe the game I'm the most excited about watching this week, and that is the Browns at the Steelers. The Steelers are three-point favorites. And believe it or not, Parker, after all the Steeler bashing I have done on this show, I am picking the Pittsburgh
0: Steelers. So what are you using? You're using ESPN, right? ESPN. I have ESPN on mine has it at three-and-a-half does that make a difference for you? Um, no, I mean okay. kind of, but I'm still gonna pick the Steelers. But I'll
1: go three and a half though. Let me write that down just so I can be accurate with the standings. Uh, the reason I'm picking the Steelers is the Steelers allow the second least yards per carry in the NFL at 3.3 yards per carry. What that's going to do to the Browns is obviously it's going to stop their main plan of attack. Uh, Nick Chubb's already out; was out last week and it's going to force Baker into throwing the ball and trying to fit it into some tight windows. A couple Baker turnovers, bada-bing, bada-boom. Steelers are coming out of this rivalry with a win, as they seemingly always do.
0: So uh, uh, I really didn't like this line, but I actually really like having heard you explain that as like a, well, the the strength of this defense, of the Steelers defense, is their front four, which is true, stopping the run. Uh, I like that. Uh, the idea of that Baker Mayfield has been a little banged up this week too. Uh, hasn't practiced or did practice today, but didn't practice until today. So, uh, I like that pick. I actually like that pick quite a bit. I'm not going to change any of my picks, but I like that pick.
1: Yeah. And I should, I shouldn't leave out that the Browns defensive or the, excuse me, the Steelers defensive line has also been a little banged up, but it sounds like pretty much, if not everybody is going to play on Sunday.
0: Um, browns have an elite offensive line so that's like a big football nerd game i feel like
1: yeah i think it'll be fun and honestly if the browns win this oh boy i mean where where do we rank them amongst the nfl elites if they win this game are they a top five team in football they might be like five yeah yeah be be on the bottom end of that for sure
0: yeah maybe six they're probably floating around there though they're they're uh they're 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 probably five and a half, it would be the line for where the Browns are if since we're doing a pick spot.
1: But it's the Browns, so I feel like I'm just gonna say this every week for the end of the season. If the Browns win this one, I said it last week, if the Browns win this game, they're legit. And you just kinda as Lions fans specifically, we're used to seeing teams that have um, then the style that the Browns and the Lions are collapse on top of themselves year after year. Mm. So um, I'm not ready for that with this Browns team. I like what they're doing and how they're looking and how they're uh, like pretty significantly different than most teams in the NFL where they really uh, are old school, where they run the ball to set up the pass, where nowadays you see a lot more teams passing the ball to set up the run. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm hoping I get this one wrong. Honestly, I want to see the Browns win this, but uh, with that Steelers run defense, I feel like it's going to be very tough for Cleveland.
0: Could be a good Baker Mayfield breakout game too. Uh, my first pick, I'm going to pick, oh no. <laughs> I crossed the pick out and didn't replace it. We'll figure it out. Uh, my first pick is going to be the Panthers, who are favored by a point and a half over the Bears, and to me, this is as simple as uh, seeing who's hot right now and just putting my money on who's hot right now. And the Panthers are quite so hot right now, uh, and I think the Bears suck. I know you think the Bears suck too, uh, and so that's it. You know, a point and a half to me is—it's—I mean, you're really looking at—you're looking at kind of just a, who do you think is going to win, in my opinion. So, uh, I like the Panthers. Give me the Panthers because they've been winning. Yeah, uh,
1: they have been winning, which is part of the reason I'm taking the Bears as one of my picks, plus Ooh. one and a half over the Panthers. Uh, a couple of reasons. One, the Panthers can't win forever, they're not good enough. They like a four game winning streak for this Panthers team without Christian McCaffrey. If you would have told me that four weeks ago, I would have called you a liar uh and on top of that the bears know how to slow down the run they haven't been great at it this year but the the talent is there on defense i think the whole game plan is going to be around mike davis and what they can do to stop him uh and like at some point we have to say the bears are at least okay
0: don't we like at some point if they win this game they'll be five and one let me ask you a question five minutes left in the third quarter who is playing quarterback for the bears
1: Nick Foles.
0: <laughs> okay, we'll see. Hey, we, I mean, we've been having
1: this discussion for, what, a year and a half now, you and I? I am a Nick Foles guy.
0: I think Nick Foles is at least an average quarterback. Uh, I don't know, man. It doesn't look like it this year, but it's tough to tell with the Bears. I just feel like that whole offense is, like, not just – it's just not good. It's, it's not just good weird. Track. They, like, don't – they have, like, weird players, but they don't do, like, the right things with their weird players. So uh, I'm going to say the Panthers win one more and we get some nice 4-2, wow, 4-0, oh, you know, Matt rule. Ooh, is he the next whatever? And then they lose. Uh, I want one more week to build the national story and then that's when they'll lose. You no,
1: know we, need? we need something for when we have the same game but we pick different teams. We'll figure that out for next week, but we need something. Hmm. Um, but since your first game was my second game, my second game is all wrapped up. Because I'm taking the Bears in that. What is your second game?
0: Uh, I'm going to take – I'm going to go once again with kind of a blind emotional pick and take the Arizona Cardinals uh, who are favored by a point and a half over the Cowboys because I just don't think that there's a way that the Cowboys aren't going to let in 35 points. And I don't know if I think that Andy Dalton can score more than 21 points. Definitely not more than 28 points. And that's it. That's my whole, that's my whole reasoning. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. No deck Prescott.
1: I don't think you need much more reasoning than that. Uh, on top of that Cardinals one in three against the spread Cowboys, Owen oh four against the spread. So even though the Cardinals have been bad, the Cowboys are the only team I'm assuming that have been worse. Uh, I think that's a great pick. I'm actually going to be talking about that one a little bit later on my own side of things. Um, For my third game, I have the Titans minus three versus the Texans. I'm taking the Titans. Um, So I made the mistake last week, and you tried to kind of save me from it of thinking, well, half their team has COVID, blah, 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 blah. But what I think we've learned about this Titans team is it's that Vrabel is a hell of a head coach. This team just is gritty as hell, tough as hell, and they get the job done. Uh, The Texans finally got their win last week against the Jags. Um, but I don't assume that that's going to continue. They are a bad team. I mean, I know Bill O'Brien was a bad coach, but this Texans team is also a bad team. They have a really good quarterback, but they're going up against a Tennessee defense that just shut down Buffalo for the majority of the game. Uh, yeah. After, after losing like a fifth of their team.
0: So because I forgot, I forgot my. Th- third pick or crossed it out and then didn't replace it because i oh i know why because i moved a pick to my lock i'm gonna make i'm gonna agree with you and make that my third pick uh because i think that the texans are a lot worse than i just don't i don't i don't think the texans are good i know they won last week but they didn't look good in that win they needed a lot to get there uh what's your money line pick Yeah, sure. Uh, My money line upset of
1: the week. I'm going to do what you did last week. I'm going to go with the sissy money line upset of the week. It's a plus 125. I need to hit on this one. Need to get you back in the standings. And that is the Washington football team over the New York. Oh, that's mine, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Chase Young is back. Uh, The Giants are in the bottom third of pass blocking O lines in the league. Uh, they are 25th in the league allowing three sacks per game and Washington gets three sacks per game. And that's with missing chase young the last few weeks. Um, so I'm expecting that number to go up for Washington. On top of that, there's been one game in Daniel Jones's career where he hasn't turned the ball over and he will not do that again while he's getting pressure in his face on damn near every drop back. I think this could be a big win for Washington. I don't know if this game's going to be close.
0: Uh. I totally agree with everything you said. It just uh, I think Kyle Allen is like totally whatever. He's the taupe wallpaper of backup quarterbacks. he's totally fine. he's better than nothing. Uh, or we might see Alex Smith again, which would be really cool, and you don't want to root against like that kind of karma. So uh I agree with you, and also the Giants are shit terrible. So yeah. there's that too. They lose this game, even in that division, there's a chance to go in 16, like for real. I, uh, we're coming back around to, we've been talking about if the Jets are going to go 0-16, and yes, yes is my answer to that, yes, the Jets are going to go 0-16. Uh, so, like, cutting Le'Veon today, or yesterday, whatever day they did it at, was, uh, that's a bet for you, because I know you'd been not sure about it. if you wanted to place it or not, I'd place it.
1: Yeah, well, and on top of that, the rich get richer and the fucking Chiefs pick him up. The Chiefs now have Le'Veon yeah. F and Bell.
0: Congratulations, uh, th- Levion. What I effort? think there's
1: there's two bets for me to make today. It's um the Jets going 0 16 and the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, which actually I have a little bit more on that later for
0: everybody, so stay tuned. About, you know, just a few more minutes, we'll get there. All right. I'm gonna di- in- I'm gonna divert us into fantasy corner real quick, or maybe daily kay. fantasy corner could put it into more of a gambling spin. I still think Clyde Edwards Hilaire is gonna have 85 to 90% of the carries. I'm pretty sure Le'Veon's gonna go and sit on the bench and get his ring and then go home. I don't think he's gonna play a whole ton. I think that right now you can actually get value out of Clyde Edwards' lair, but we'll see. Fancy. I I do not think Le'Veon
1: signs that contract if they tell him he's sitting behind him. On top of that, since <sighs> since week one, Clyde Edwards Lair hasn't got over 64 yards on the ground and hasn't got over – well, he had one game with 70 receiving yards, but hasn't had more than four receptions or five receptions. So he's been good, but he's not this guy that everybody wanted him to be in week one. I think Le'Veon – this week, I don't think he'll have a big role. Next week, I think you're going to see Le'Veon come in and at least split him 50-50. The
0: core of a fantasy trade – that I think that you should try, if you have Todd Gurley, is you should try to put together a trade where you're selling high on Todd Gurley to buy low on Clyde edwards alaire and then whatever the if you have to add a second piece. But that's a trade that I would be floating if I was somebody right now.
1: Ooh.
0: Can't do it in mm-hmm. our league because Mike has Clyde Edwards-Helaire and he actually knows things about football. So, <laughs> shout wasn't able. Yeah, shout out to able, Mike. Well, well, yeah, out to, out to Mike. I, I'm not even gonna disrespect this, so him by offering him that trade.
1: <laughs> All right, let's get to the lock of the week. You go first.
0: My I bet I wonder if we're gonna have the same lock because neither nope. of us picked this game. We don't. Uh I have a lock for the Rams by three over the 49ers. Hmm. Uh that's a lot of disrespect to the Rams in my opinion. And like we just got over the forty ers maybe not having a super solid quarterback situation, so they're trotting out at best eighty five to ninety percent of Jimmy Garoppolo, and at worst C J Beathard. So I think that like a three point win is is if the Rams win, it's gonna be by a lot. The Rams are really good. Like Aaron Donald's gonna go nuts. I can't believe how good the Rams are.
1: Preseason I was not bought in on the Rams and by week 2 I was bought in on the Rams. By last week I was saying the Rams could go to the Super Bowl again. Like this team is legit. They did they don't need Prime Todd Gurley. Sean McVay is that good of a coach. I think that's a good lock. That's not mine however. I still I just fear the San Francisco, you know, we're going to be the San Francisco from last year. I need to see just like a little bit more before I count that out.
0: I think nope. that if it was a worse team, I would agree with you. But the Rams are really good. They might be the second-best team in the NFC. Yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, my lock of the week was one of your picks, and mine is Arizona minus one-and-a-half versus Dallas. Same reasons as you, man. Kyler is going to put up 35 points on Dallas's defense, and Andy Dalton is not going to do that. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, even with that receiver core and Arizona's defense not being world-class by any means – uh, Arizona should win this game easily, especially with Dallas, what I assume is going to be trying to kind of figure out what their game plan is for the rest of the year because you're not going to be able to run the same offense you did with Dak, with Andy Dalton. Even though Dak is a majority of the time a pocket quarterback, the guy could move a little bit and not and not just past the line of scrimmage. He can move in the pocket. Andy Dalton just doesn't have that ability. Then you add – even more turnovers. Dak isn't a low turnover guy, but compared to Andy Dalton, he might be. Uh, I think a- a- Arizona should dominate this game, win it by fourteen. I have no idea how the line is only. Yeah, kind
0: of a weird line. Maybe nobody in Vegas was watching uh, was watching TV last week because a point and a half is, I think, almost defensive. Uh, I know, like the Cardinals are like kind of average, probably all the way across the board to slightly to above average, but still. Like I, even if you trust like all of the pieces around Andy Dalton on offense, I you're still there's still a whole other half of the ball where the Cowboys are a toilet bowl. So, yeah.
1: Um. Now here's a game I want to ask you about since we're doing fan to fan Detroit bonus picks podcast. Fan to fan Detroit bonus picks pod. Uh, the Detroit Lions travel to Jacksonville and are three point favorites in this game.
0: Sure. What's your what's your pick and why? Stay the fuck away from this game. Uh, yeah, it's but my you, pick. No, but it's not going to be give me the play. Lions then. Give me the Lions if I had to make a pick cuz I don't think I, the, the, this is first of all, we've had 2 weeks to get ready for this game. So if we don't win by 10 points, I'm going to be mad no matter what. Uh, if we don't win by 14 points, I'm going to be a little miffed, and if we lose, I won't be able to do this podcast because I'll quite frankly just be dead. So uh, the Lions if you made me pick I'm gonna give you two scenarios
1: for how this game can go. There is only two and they are both extremes okay So on the one end there is the uh, what we get once or twice a year where Matt Patricia has figured out through tape or whatever it may be we New England last year last year right yeah um, and the defense comes out and just looks dominant for some reason. Okay, so that's the 35-17 victory over the Jags that you get from the bye week. Nobody buys in, thankfully, because of the bye week, but you get it. Or there is the Matt Patricia's defense can't handle game manager quarterbacks who can nickel and dime their way down the field at a 70% completion rate, and we lose the game 28-21. to 21, Right? I think those are the only two outcomes. Obviously, the score could change, but the way the game flow, we either dominate – or Gardner Minshew goes, like, 24 for 29 for 270 yards and three touchdowns. Um, I'm going to hope, even though I shouldn't, I'm going to hope that it is the former and the Detroit Lions just pound the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: If it was, like, even... If the Lions just hadn't looked so bad for so much of this season, I'd love only three points against the Jags. But, I mean, the Jags are are bad, but they have moments where they look interesting. And you're right. Like, the Patricia defense does not handle eight-yard slant routes across the middle very well. It's just not a thing they do well. Uh, Usually with bad quarterbacks, what you have to do is put pressure on them, something that we obviously uh, as a concept don't believe in so i don't know man i I don't, I don't i don't i don't like it i don't like it my my nervousness my anxiety sirens are f- wailing wildly for this game
1: as it should be by the way like we have had we've seen nothing except for a half of football against the cardinals to to make you believe yeah. in anything with this team so all right let's get to the weekly prop bets i got more for you this week um, again, more season-long type prospect. Hold on. They're making an announcement. Are the tripods coming? All right. Let's move on to the prop bets. Uh, again, long-term because they don't drop player prop bets till way too late in the week, and it really irritates the hell out of me. Um, but I'm going to start you out with defensive player of the year odds. Okay. Coming in tied for first, we have Miles Garrett and Aaron Donald at ten to three. That's second. What? What? what?
0: Aaron Donald isn't the runaway favorite to win Defensive Miles Player Garrett, of the Year. Miles
1: Garrett is beast, man.
0: Uh, okay, well, however much money I have in my bank account, I'm sending you to put on Aaron Donald to win Defensive Player of the Year. TJ Watt five to one, Khalil Max seven to one. Yeah, I'm all putting my bet on Aaron Donald.
1: I mean, it feels silly to do anything else there.
0: Doesn't he have like seven sacks already this year as an interior lineman?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think he had three going that's, into last week and got that's, four more. That's
0: ridiculous. That's unheard of. Okay. Aaron yeah, Donald. He, like, honestly, when it's all said and done, if he
1: can continue this pace, he's going to be the greatest defensive tackle yeah. ever play the game. Uh, all right. We're both going go Aaron Donald. The league leader in receiving yards. So I got five names here for you. We got Nuke Hopkins, who's in first. 9 to 2 odds, he has 528 receiving yards so far. Stefan Diggs is second, six to one odds, he has 509 receiving yards. DK Metcalf is third, seven to one odds, he has 496 receiving yards. Calvin Ridley, nine to one, 485 yards. And then I just threw a a guy who's not really in the top five or even top 10, I think. And Tyler Lockett, 40 to one. He has 342 receiving yards.
0: So I'm assuming you like Tyler Lockett. That's what you kind of. I mean, at 40 said. to
1: 1, I like Tyler Lockett, but if I was just picking, if I had one bet to make, I think I'd put it on DK at 7 to 1.
0: I also like DK a lot at 7 to 1, but I'm going to stick with Hopkins because uh, I don't know if you know this, Andrew, but I really like the Arizona Cardinals this year. Oh, really? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, and you're also still getting
1: plus 450. <laughs> You're still getting plus 450 on that Hopkins.
0: Bet. But like I like I like bet. Metcalf. I like Metcalf a lot, too. That was the other one that I was I was interested in. Yeah, I mean, don't make anybody listening, don't make a
1: bet on this. It's too early in the NFL season to make a league leader in receiving yards bet, unless you're going to bet somebody like Lockett, who's 40 to 1, because you never know when the injuries are going to come give it a few more weeks. But I got one more prop bet. Um, this is a big, big picture one, possibly the biggest Picture one, and that is Super Bowl odds to win the Super Bowl. I got a bunch of teams here. I wanted to list all the ones who I think are real contenders Chiefs 21 to 5, Ravens 11 to 2, Seahawks 15 to 2, Packers 9 to 1, Saints 12 to 1, Steelers 14 to 1, Bucks
0: and Titans 18 to 1, Bills 20 to 1. Uh, the only thing I like out of that list, outside of taking the Chiefs because it's easy, is uh, the Bucks at eighteen to one is interesting. Uh, I can't believe the Saints are anywhere close. That was the one like, when I was looking at all. That's a I sucker bet. Shocked.
1: Yeah that 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 is that is for the casual fan making a long term bet. That is what those odds
0: are. Some guy having a weekend in Vegas wants to place a few bets. Yeah, uh,
1: knows a little bit about Drew Brees.
0: Yeah, uh, but the Bucks like, genuinely could win the Super Bowl. Uh, I, 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 it's still Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, it's right. I know right. people don't
1: want to buy in, and he is old, and the arm isn't what it used to be, but he's still Tom Brady.
0: Yeah, they could win the NFC. As and we're recording this, Carlos Correa just
1: did a walk-off home run to force Game 6 in the ALCS. I just want to mention that real quick. Cool. Um, yeah, my two picks here would be the Bucks at eighteen to one, but my main pick would be the Bills at twenty to one. I love that. I mean, I would take the Bills over the Bucks and the Titans, the Steelers, the Saints. I'd probably take the Chiefs, Ravens, Seahawks, Packers all ahead of them, but Steelers, Saints, Bucks, Titans. I'll take the Bucks over them all day.
0: Uh, I'm I'm not really interested in any AFC team, honestly. I, I it's going to be one of the top two, maybe the top three teams. I I just don't think that the Bills are, even if they're the third best team in the AFC. Even if that's like your argument, I still don't. I they need to it's lose the NFL playoffs, wait, man. You know? It's one game. Yeah, the, I mean one that's true.
1: Game. I mean the Giants beat an undefeated team when they were eight and eight in the regular season and made the playoffs. Yeah, um, I mean I, yeah. So and again, I didn't want to go too far with the odds. I didn't want to throw in like. I don't know the Bears who are four and one. They probably have like fifty to one odds or something along. Big those sucker
0: lines. bet. But, yo, big big, 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 as big as a dipshit gets. mouth breather. Me the breather bet. Oh Jesus, it's not good to insult somebody by calling them a mouth breather and then stumbling over the words like three times.
1: Yeah, that's rough. It's hey that man, book. so next week I'm gonna need a favor from you. Mm-hmm, what's that? I'm gonna need you not to pick any of the games I pick because I'm trying to catch up already. Because <laughs> you got one, two. I don't love.
0: Right. I don't love my. I don't love this slate of games. I'm confident that the Rams will cover against the 49ers, but that's about it. Uh even the Cowboys, like the if the Cardinals shit the bed because they're kind of a young team, and sometimes the young teams shit the bed, and you get that uh, like new new quarterback sheen on the Cowboys, uh, that wouldn't surprise me either. Honestly, uh, the only pick I like is Rams over 49ers. Yep. And, again, I'm still hoping on uh,
1: that plus nine and a half for the Broncos come Sunday to help me in my week one standings. And I still like it, by the way. I still like the bet.
0: I mean, nine if and you're a half is a lot of points.
1: Drew Locke's back. Yeah. It's it is probably Cam versus. Drew. It's probably Cam versus Drew Locke, it's sounding like. But I, I like this little Drew Locke saying this is what this team was going to be if I never got hurt and slanging the rock all over the yard.
0: I'm sure that there's some statistic where the Patriots are like seventy-four and one coming off a of buy or some dumb bullshit like that.
1: It's yeah, no, there is. A, I can't remember the exact stat, but that's pretty much it. <laughs> um, but again, the Patriots can win, just don't win by ten or more.
0: That's true. Yeah, it's about cuts. About about them points. So,
1: all right, well, let's wrap this up, Parker. You have anything else this week? No, give me the hell out of here. All right, cool. We're gonna wrap this up. Thank you all for listening to the fan to fan Detroit bonus picks pod. Uh, make sure you tune in Tuesday at seven 30, either Apple iTunes podcast, Spotify, YouTube, or Facebook for fan to fan Detroit, the normal version. And if you're a fan of big brother, we have our big brother bonus pod. Only a few weeks left of that. You can also find that on Apple iTunes and Spotify. Thank you everybody for listening for double P producer Parker and myself, your host, Andrew Norris. We will see you next week.